And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great French fries. That sign over there tells you this is your exit. And look at that legendary sign. It's the Motel 6 sign. It tells you a great night's rest at a great price. Book online at motel6.com. And use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Look for the signs. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CP. Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. Hello and welcome. He's Gary McNamara. I'm Eric Harley. As we continue the Tuesday show, and where did you go? So I'm sitting here reading, and then I look up, the music's going, and I'm, I'm pointing over to your side, not looking, and I look over, and there's nobody there. Sorry. Did the fire alarm go off and I not hear it? What happened? No, I went out for a Coke break. Yeah. Oh, so it was yours. <laughs> yes. Okay, we all thought so. But... The little mailbox cubbyhole when you come in the door. Hey, who took my Coke? There's there's, there's no cameras there. Yeah, Everywhere exactly. else there is, but in that hallway, exactly. there's no cameras no in the cameras cubby in hole. There. Yeah. Anybody seen my Coke? Yes, yes, yes. I'm not even ready. I don't even have my... I need to put my Hunter, reading glasses Hunter on Biden here. Biden comes back to the White House. Come on, guys. This isn't funny. I left it right here in the cubby hole. <laughs> I, I just love the headline of Miranda Devine, New York Post. Secret Service's uh, probe of Coke found in White House blows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're, what what probe? <laughs> Are you serious? I, 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 yeah. I, just, I just love what they said. Well, we didn't want to investigate anybody. Uh, on the staff or anything because we might violate their civil rights. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just like their you know, civil rights to do cocaine in the White House. And, and ex- we'll sneak a powder in. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't know what it is. And it's right. like it's 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 uh, it is a lot of malarkey. Yeah. Think about is. this. Yeah, we went as, to- as as you know, remember the malarkey have have there, has the there no ever malarkey been- tour. Remember which the, was yes, the no Joe Biden's tour. campaign tour. That's what yes. they called it in 2020. That's think about say that out loud to yourself. <laughs> Joe Biden called his 2020 <laughs> campaign tour the no, no malarkey. malarkey tour. Yeah. 
<laughs> came to the White House. Yeah, we're not going to investigate. Why? Hey, well, because things and stuff. Hey, we've we've got to talk about this before we get to the Charles Barkley story. All right. Where he curses like a frat boy defending no. Bud Light. All right. Uh, <laughs> I like how I came up with that idea to, uh-huh. to phrase it that way. Because you and I were just mentioning it. It really is interesting because Manchin, you know, said yesterday he Manchin did the no labels party and we went through the no labels platform. If you missed it, go back in the podcast and listen to it later on. But it was really good because it's like they, they they really give no specifics as to what they do. Here's our platform. Yeah. We want good things. Yeah. We want the We're going to be against bad things in a positive direction. That's right. We um, uh, we wish to take care of all Americans. Uh-huh. Every child should have an education. Here, here. Access education. Every family should have min- minimal sustenance. And we will cut spending in a bipartisan, responsible way. Uh-huh. We will give to everybody. Yet, we will do it in a fiscally responsible way. Right. I mean, what a load of horse. I wish... uh, See, I wish I could say the word. Because the word... You know, sometimes a curse word, not like Charles Barkley used, but sometimes a curse word can be used very effectively. It has the oomph. Yeah. And so when I say horse poo-poo, it's not the same of horse... Yeah. Soup. Yeah. But it I really but it really is needed at that point. When when the BS gets so great, you need to respond with the actual I mean, even BS isn't strong enough, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's you, you not. need that word. No. Sometimes uh even though Eric and I are always pure at heart, sometimes a curse word is extremely effective. Almost like an exclamation point. Yes. Or a bunch of them. Right. Especially when you're being BSed. Like that time that my hand got trapped in the vending machine. See, that's what I get for trying to get something for free. (laughs) Well, you just, you, you were owed it. You're a victim. Yeah. Uh, No, but uh, just the whole no labels thing. And then, you know, Joe Manchin, uh, you know, speaking at the, I don't know what it is, no labels no reason dinner or whatever. No, uh, nobody cares. No labels. Well, no, no labels, no voters. Well, understand, remember, <laughs> Joe Lieberman said attacks prove uh-huh. the no labels is a threat to major parties. Uh-huh. Yeah. All but, right. uh, you know, you and I were thinking about it. I actually think that because, you know, Joe Manchin said that if I if I run, which would probably be a third party candidate, no. he's not going to run. In, so I'm going to win. Uh, sure. And I'm thinking to myself, in the No Labels Party, I think the Democrats fear Cornell West more than they do Joe Manchin running a third party. Yeah. No, I, I think that's accurate. I mean, I, I don't. Joe Manchin is not thought well of by either party. Who no. likes him? No. Well, no. you know, I was going to vote for Trump or DeSantis, but doggone it, that, that uh, Joe Manchin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he really stands for things and stuff. <laughs> That's what they should do. After every 
thing and their platform and stuff. And stuff. <laughs> We're going to do things and stuff. And stuff. It sounds like I started a political party. That's how bad it is. Well, Eric, what is it you're going to do? I don't know. I don't know, but you'll like it. The I don't know party. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> well, yeah. you want to come up with a name? How about no labels? It really, it says nothing. <laughs> well, it, you know, it's it would it be. Does nothing. Would it me does be nothing. more like I'm out of labels and I'm not going to Office Depot today. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no labels. We can't, we don't even know what to call it. The end. The end stuff party. Yeah. And stuff. Things and stuff. <laughs> you know, the thing. But when I th- when I think about it, I'm like, okay, Joe Manchin thinks he's going to win? Yeah. Well, he's not really going to get Republican support, how much Democrat support. And that's why I fear, you know, I, and I don't know. I mean, Joe, look, Joe Manchin's he's got name recognition where Cornell West doesn't. But a Cornell West has name recognition among liberal Democrats. Hmm. And Cornell West just, I mean, just absolutely has been blasting yeah. uh, Joe Biden as an absolute racist, mm-hmm. which is fun to see. Yeah. Joe Biden contributed to a crime against humanity, Cornell West blasts the president. Uh, I'm assuming it has to be the 94. Um... Oh, yeah, it's what it is. Mm. Uh, uh, West was referring to the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act, which then Senator Biden of Delaware sponsored in 1994 that earmarked billions of dollars for prisons and the hiring of thousands of new police. There you go. Ironically enough, he and his son might end up in one of those prisons. (laughs) (laughs) And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Black folks are a low priority to Biden, West argued. Criticizing for placing uh, black faces in high places rather than addressing underlying issues. Yeah. Wow. 
He also hammered Biden for allegedly slowing down and lacking the cognitive ability uh, to meet the demands of the office. But it's interesting that when the left decides to attack Biden, it's as a racist. <laughs> well, and and so will Jen Psaki attack that on her pro- or go at that on her program? You know, on MSNBC, why no, is no. why is Joe Biden such a racist? No, Jen Psaki has brought women's softball hmm. back to Olympic like status after it's been gone for a while. Yeah. Now it's a different kind of softball. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, um, you know, <clears throat> but I think I think they fear Cornell West more than they do. do Joe Manchin right now. Now I don't know. Again, who knows what's going to what's going to happen? But the No Labels Party said, "Remember, oh wait a minute, there's a No Labels Party. What's the other party? The Forward Party. Mm. Now where's the Forward Party? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's a what's good the... question. <laughs> where, where do they Where do they go? Uh, okay." The Forward Party, also known as the For as Forward, is a centrist political party in the United States. Hmm. Uh, okay, that that and that's Andrew Yang's party, right? So it seeks to have affiliates uh, affiliates with ballot access in twenty nine other states by the end of twenty twenty three, and achieve ballot access in fifty states by twenty twenty four. Right now, they have two. Hmm. So, and I don't know where they stand. Uh, remember, Andrew Yang giving away a thousand bucks isn't enough. No, 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 no. Uh, the uh, their original platform uh, included instituting eighteen year term limits to members of Congress. Uh, to, uh, also sought to establish a new cabinet uh, uh, level Department of Technology. Oh yeah, that's what we need. Uh huh. The party supports civic juries which are professional juries. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely uh, not. The party supported data as a property right. I don't know what that means. The party called for an economy based on human-centered capitalism and the enactment of universal basic income. So they're not centrist. Upon emerging, though, the current positions after mergers, after merging with the Serve America movement and the Renew America movement, Forward eliminated its party platform and instead announced they will take an approach that seeks common ground among Americans. Hmm. The party does not plan on taking positions on controversial issues such as guns and abortion. Oh. The party supports open primaries, independent redistricting commissions, ranked choice voting, star voting, approval voting. So they're liberal on voting. All right. They're a, they're, I mean, they're a liberal party. Yeah. The forward party has faced criticism from some Democrats who believe the party could cause vote splitting and benefit Republicans. So all of the parties, Democrats fear more than Republicans do. All of the new parties out there. Which stands to reason. Tell me what conservative 
who on the right would be supporting any of these new parties? Of course, it's going to be, if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be so, somebody that would be a threat to essentially so, a takeaway from the left. So really, the, the now the forward party has not really taken any positions on anything except the way they'd like to see elections run. Right. They need to merge with the No Labels Party. We think that Americans want and need a party that speaks to their needs of their local communities and gives elected officials the flexibility to meet those leaves, leads, needs Excuse me, instead of a rigid top-down platform that prescribes exactly what you have to believe about any given issue, mm-hmm. which means they're not going to take positions on issues. Yeah. It's, people are nuts. They have no idea, apparently, what politics is about. Why do you vote? Because I believe in things, and I want a party to promote the things that I believe. No, I'm going to vote for you because I want I want to give you the flexibility to tell me what I want. Hmm. <laughs> um, I I really think that the no labels party and the forward party should merge. The no forward labels party. <laughs> I, I don't. I just don't see them going even, anywhere. Even MSNBC called the forward party an uninspiring mess, <laughs> lacking vision or purpose. <laughs> Natalie Sure of the New Republic characterized the party as vapid, <laughs> vapid. Excuse me, and a political stunt. Asking why bother going through the trouble of building a third party if its cre- it creation is the only thing it intends to accomplish. <laughs> And they actually think, but it's perfect liberalism, Eric, when you think about it. Yeah. Because the only thing that the forward party and the no labels party is about is virtue signaling. Yeah. We're good. So trust us. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do good things. You'll like it. Yeah. It's so incredibly childish. At least the commie party takes a stance. We're commies. Yeah. We want the government to own anything, everything. Yeah. That's a pretty radical position. You know, you're not going to get a lot of votes. We don't want votes. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's the forward party that doesn't want votes. Wow. So does this mean that Yang has dropped? He's dropped his universal income? I think he dropped that a while back. After the, they expanded the child tax credit, <laughs> which was higher than its universal income. I love this one. This is from Wikipedia. Forward together. Their ideology, populism, reformism, decentralization, without any specifics. Mm-hmm. Political position, center. So center means you believe in nothing now. Yeah, I guess. We always ask that question. Isn't that interesting? We always ask that question. What does it mean when you say you're in the center? And now we have two political parties that have formed in the last couple of years that now have defined the center as, well, we don't believe in anything. <laughs> you can't make this up. No, no, they it that's where it always was. The forward party and the no labels party. Same thing. We're going to do good things, not bad things. Things that the people want. What people? You know, the people. Aren't you for good? 
Aren't you for good? What are you against good things? You're for bad things, aren't you? You're pro bad. <laughs> See what you want is the pro bad party. I'm going to start. I'm going to start that just so we can have a debate. <laughs> good, bad, bad, yeah, good, exactly. good, bad, bad, good, right? Bad, bad, good, good. <laughs> that might be more exciting. Yeah, I think it would be. It would be more interesting. Some of the primary debates probably coming up for us. Yep. Now there's not going to be any for the Democrats, as we know. Eight six six ninety Red Eye. Days following the official event, a ceremonial swearing-in of new USDA Deputy Secretary Sochil Torres Ball occurred Monday at the USDA patio in Washington, D.C. I, Sochil Torres Small, do solemnly swear that I will support and defend that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack administering the oath of office. Deputy Secretary Torres Small said, in addition to the work of Agriculture Department officials, staff, and employees serving the public. Knowing this department, I know that each of you can think of a time when you've had to answer the call to service in an extraordinary way. Because here at USDA, we know the importance of our many missions. And we touch people's lives every single day. And by touching people's lives every single day, we get to become part of their story. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. Uh, he's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Uh, coming up, uh, Charles Barkley supports Bud Light. All right. Self-canceled if you don't listen nightly. Red Eye Radio. And he's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. All right, what do we got here? Charles Barkley participated in the American Century Championship near Lake Tahoe over uh, Tahoe over the weekend. Tahoe? Did I say yeah. Tahoe? Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> I have no idea where that came from. Lake Tahoe uh, over the weekend. And while his performance on the golf course wasn't anything to write home about, <laughs> he did raise eyebrows with his remarks about Bud Light at a club. He was seen Friday and Saturday night talking to bargoers and telling them that he was going to buy them beer. Bud Light, to be specific. I want you all to drink this effing beer. I want you all to drink this effing beer. Man, he sounds like a frat boy, huh? Yeah. So I guess he wants them to drink the beer. Well, I guess I guess so, but <laughs> I I guess it is, uh, uh, you know, the the uh, fraternity boys that uh, drink the Bud Light, huh? I guess. Uh, he said in a video surfaced on TikTok on Friday night, 
I got three cases of Bud Light. Hey, I want to say this. If you're gay, bless you. If you're transgender, bless you. Okay. If you have a problem with that, F you. All right. Barkley made another impassioned speech the next night. Mm. I'm going to buy some drinks for y'all. I'm going to buy Bud Light. Okay. And I'm going to tell y'all something. All you rednecks and a-holes. Wow. <laughs> certainly. It certainly sounds like this that frat boy drinks Bud Light. Yeah, that's... Uh, wow. I ain't worried about getting canceled. Because let me tell you something. If y'all fire me and get... Is he, was he drunk? <laughs> If y'all fire me and give uh, and and give me all that money, I'm going to be playing golf every blanking day. I said last night, if you're gay, God bless you. If you're trans, God bless you. If you have a problem with them, blank you. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> Well, there's at least one person drinking Bud Light. I like this. Barkley finished 81st in the tournament, <laughs> just ahead of Jim McMahon. Oh, oh my God. Jim McMahon? <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> is this is this 1985? <laughs> Was this a seniors golf thing? Were they doing the shuffle? The the Chicago, the bear, the, what was it called? I forgot. I just remember the shuffle. I just remember. <laughs> what was that? Uh, Jim McMahon. Just ahead of Jim McMahon. <laughs> wow. The only thing you can say for your golf performance is, Wait a minute. I'm better than Jim McMahon. Wait a minute. What? But Barkley beat anybody? How bad of a golfer is Jim McMahon? <laughs> oh, here's my question. Was Jim McMahon even there? Because I question that. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, I can't even. It's Barkley, so it's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this, this column appeared, and it, it says a lot of what we've said before. All right. Uh, I saw this, uh, let me just see, it was uh, editorial. It was uh, Douglas Schoen, the Democrat um, consultant mm. who had a, um, here it is, GOP culture wars dooming the party to failure. Mm. I don't think for any of these debates that we have that any anybody on the Republican side should talk culture wars or use the term woke. Okay. I think you should speak specific on the issue that they're talking about. Because if someone comes, well, you guys in the culture wars, I'd say, excuse me, I don't think having the racist opinion of critical race theory combined with identity politics that the Democrats hold have anything to do with culture. It has to do with racism. You're a bunch of racists. You judge people by groups. Hmm. You call it whatever you want. I'll call it racism. Don't let them define. Don't let them define it. And Madeline Kearns has a uh, column here at National Review Five ways to fight trans activists in everyday conversation. Number one, reject the jargon. Avoid nonsense terms such as, such as cisgender and non-binary. 
Be wary of terms that are used to assert a metaphysical truth claim, gender identity. In political debates, do not use pronouns that contradict biological reality. It's something that we've talked about. You see it in the New York Post. Mm -hmm. They'll write a story that seems to be critical of the radical transgender movement. Yeah. And they'll use the preferred pronoun of the person. We're like, well, that defeats your entire argument here. Right. Uh, When you hear someone mention the Don't Say Gay bill, offer its real title. Say, nope, that's not the bill. Why are you lying about it? It's the Parental Rights and Education Act and explain what it does. When the so-called Equality Act is championed as necessary anti-discrimination legislation, explain that it would redefine sex to include gender identity and destroy women's sex-based rights and protections, as we have done. Puncture euphemisms. Unpack the terms such as gender-affirming care. Be specific and matter-of-fact. Double mastectomies for girls, sterilization cross-sex hormones, and go on from that. Correct mischaracterizations. There is no. This is something you and I've done how many times. There is no ban on transgender athletes in women's sports. No athletes identifying as transgender remain free to compete in sports that correspond with their sex. Yep. Really. There are bans on male athletes in female sports and vice versa. Likewise, there is no ban on health care for transgender children. That is a lie. Children identifying as transgender have the same access to medical care as every other child. What is being really being banned in some places are unsafe medical experiments on minors. Showcase harms. Transgender activists present individuals who they allege have suffered due to failure to meet activist demands. Mm. First, we need to debunk these allegations. Transgender ideology is what causes harm, not the refusal to cooperate with it. Second, showcase these harms. Those who did transition rushed into irreversible treatment. Female athletes denied fairness in sports. Vulnerable women forced to share prisons or intimate facilities with men have real-life examples handy. Great point. Yep. Don't let the left define the arguments by using the words that and phrases that they use. Because when you do that, you let them control the language, which is more than half the point. It's exactly what they want to do. So when you give in to that, you're allowing them that control. And if you're doing that, you might as well pick up the banner for them and march in their parade. Yeah, I thought when when Jordan Peterson was asked the question, well, would you use a person's preferred pronoun in private? And he said, well, that's negotiable. Yeah. And I said, no, that's not. Well, no. Because it's a scientific You're talking science at that point. I'm not going to deny science in a private conversation. Right. I'm going to tell the truth. You, if you're not, again, if you're not fighting against this, because what they have, and, and we've seen this, 
They're trying to legally control the language. They're trying to get a control on free speech. And the fight isn't over. The moment you give in, the moment you have become a part of it, which means you help to build that political will to get such laws passed. Mm -hmm. Now, we believe they're unconstitutional and that they will fail at the highest court. But it doesn't mean that you give up the fight and say, well, I'll just let, like George W. Bush, I'll just let the high court decide. I know parts of this are unconstitutional when signing McCain-Feingold. Um, McCain-Feingold, right. But I'll, we'll just let this get to the courts. It took five years to get that done. No. I'm not going to be a part of it. Period. And finally, wow. The vice president of the Los Angeles Police Union has encouraged L.A. police officers to ditch the city and find work elsewhere uh, during unsuccessful salary negotiations with the cities, with the city Los Angeles Police Protective Leave, excuse me, League vice president uh, made the statement in a comment uh, from her personal Facebook page mm. as the negotiations were being handled in late June. Uh, Sandez Roach in, in the now deleted statement that the L.A. City Council was stacked against the police. Go somewhere that respects the work you do and you don't have to beg for a great contract, she wrote. Go somewhere that as a city council or city manager that openly acknowledges the great uh, work you do. Go somewhere that doesn't have two or more city council members who hate you. No exaggeration. Wow. The LAPPL represents the city's roughly 9,000 police officers. The city has already lost 1,000 officers since 2019. The churn rate is incredible. And it's not going to improve until you get those city leaders who are in support of law enforcement. You're you're just not going to get it. And... As long as you have, again, liberals leading the way, tell me how that's going to change. Tell me how a, 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 a city like, whether it's L.A., San Francisco, Portland, any of them, are going to make a turnaround. You don't make a turnaround because uh, there's Austin. not going to uh, – Austin. Austin, you you're saw not what's gonna, going on down there Yeah, now. you're not going to have a turnaround. You're not going to have a conservative group come in and get elected – on all seats on the city council, yep, it's not going to happen. And so it's not going to change. Look, D.C. is screaming now, but a few months ago in March, oh, there's no, don't, there's no crime. Don't believe the hype. There's no crime going on here. And now they're screaming that people are being murdered in their, in their streets, which they are. And the one council member said, you can get away with murder You can here. get away with murder. And in March, yep. ah, the crime rate's exaggerated. Exactly. That's quite, a, that's quite a turn. And yet, the liberals will still be reelected yeah. to those posts. Yeah. 866-90-RED-EYE. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. 
It's Red Eye Radio. I'm Gary McNamara. He's Eric Carly. Well, I'm just looking at the uh, weather forecast for today. 108. It's okay. going to cool down to 97 by the, or 97 by Saturday, 95 Sunday. Yeah, my so, neighborhood says 93 on Saturday. So, yeah, yeah. You got I, rain expected? Nope. And uh, I'm I'm pretty pleased with that. If we get to ninety three over the weekend on Sunday, it wasn't as uh, as hot because, man, we got it was just a short shower, but it was yeah heavy I got, rain. I got that too, and it went down to seventy. It was during the middle of the mm-hmm. day. It went down to seventy eight. Yeah, I ran outside going, "This is great." Now I did go out yesterday when it was one hundred and seven. The humidity was, I, and I did some work outside, and the humidity was so low it wasn't bad. It really is true. You get up there in the humidity, you you have a ninety. We had a couple days a few weeks ago, and it was like 91 and 93, but the humidity was through the roof where it felt like 113, <laughs> yeah. 114 yeah. degrees. Yeah. Those were brutal days. Yesterday, when it was 107, was nothing compared to those days. I was like, well, this is okay. Our last day at the beach, 78 degrees for the high. <laughs> Cloud cover all day, and, of course, you're on the water, so there's lots of breeze. It was so great. It was so great. That will probably never happen again during the week of the 4th of July. But it's, Usually it's 90 to 92. It's it's cooler because it's on the water than it is inland. But uh, still, and the wind does not stop. It does not stop down there on the water. So it's great. Was it, it a little chilly? Actually, we got in the water. The water was was a little cold because it was that morning it was only 71 72 and so when you get in the water the water really cools you off as opposed to 92 when the sun's coming out you know in the afternoon but it was man it was just great we loved it This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.